Life Beyond Limits podcast. I'm your host, Emma Gibson. Each week I'll be sharing a combination of interviews with incredibly inspiring people from around the world who have achieved greatness, overcome adversity and never given up, as well as solo episodes from me sharing my own journey as a leading transformation coach, helping you to release resistance around money, success and self-worth and to see the limitless potential within yourself to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. My aim for this podcast is to share incredible insights into how to create a champion mindset and live the life that you were born to live with confidence, ease and belief. So are you ready to transform your life from the inside out? Let's go. So hi Kate, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. How are you? I am doing well. Very blessed. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate the opportunity to come into your audience and tap into them, give them some inspiration and kind of share who I am. I know. I love that. I love that. We were just having a little chat before we press record. And I know from what we've just spoken about that today is going to be really juicy and really, really awesome. Before we dive into that, though, can you just share in your own words a bit about who you are and what you do so we can get to know you? Yeah, so I am a Southern Belle that moved to New York City <laughs> not even a month after she graduated college. And during my college experience, I built a business to help people fiend for their dreams, motivational streetwear brand. And now I actually help women build their own dreams so they can live the life they want. This year, I also wrote a book. So not only am I a motivational speaker and an entrepreneur, but I'm also an author now. And wow. so my book is called Building Your Dreams So You Can Live So You Can Live the Life You Want. And that's what I stand on, you know, for myself and for the people that I help and the people that I encounter. Love that. I love that. So obviously with Confessions of an Unapologetic Rebel, what I'm really wanting to do is just get the behind the scenes of some of the most awesome trailblazers out there who are just creating life on their terms, like ripping up the rule book and taking um, ownership of the life that they they create and live and sustain and grow and expand and all of that incredible stuff. And I know from what I know of you that you are a real trail trailblazer and you aren't someone who goes by the shoulds and goes by the rules. And I really, really admire that. And um, so I'd love to just find out a bit more about that as we dive into this conversation. But first off, like you mentioned um, that you had your own fashion brand. Can you just say yes. what the name of that was again? Yeah, so it's called Fien, F-E-E-N. It's FienOfficial.com and FienOfficial on Instagram. And I started that in college and here I am like five years later and I, I have it in stores. I go to pop-up shops, I've had celebrities on my brand, I've had my brand on TV, so it's pretty cool just to see the journey, you know, to where I was when I just had an idea and it was just a seed yeah. to watch it grow in a beautiful garden, you know. What inspired you to do that then? So You totally actually, lit so up when you talked about that then. <laughs> I know, I know because it's kind of like my baby, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's my first business, so... I wound up having a blog. And so then the blog was just, um, it was about my lifestyle. It was about beauty, fashion, and things like that. Because that's what I wound up getting my degree in at LSU, fashion merchandising with a minor in business. So I was like all about fashion and lifestyle. And then after a few months of 
entertaining myself and doing the blog. I was getting a couple brand deals before UGC and content creation was like a real thing. People were taking it serious. I was doing it for a couple different brands and it was cool because I've been in college making a little side hustle, but I didn't feel as though I was really serving my purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I wound up selling some, starting to sell some fashion on there. And then I just wound up turning it into an e-commerce brand. And I said, I just, I want more. I want to inspire more people. I want it to be less about me and more about them. And I went with my move. And after that, I just, I started to get it into stores. I started to have all these photo shoots, video shoots, figuring out how to learn how to market, how to brand. And it's, it's different because when you're in college, and you are majoring in business or minoring in business, it's like you get to learn a couple fundamentals, but you really don't feel it until you're in the trenches, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm. actually going after what it is that you want. And so I went with the name Fiend because my father was actually a fiend for alcohol. So he was addicted to alcohol. But instead of tying that negative connotation to the word, I wound up turning it into a, a positive. And that was something that I used to do when I was younger, too. I used to just make up words. But I made this word as fiend, be a fiend for your dreams. Instead Mm. of being a fiend addicted to something that can turn your life around, like my father, he's now paralyzed because he had a drinking and driving accident because he was a fiend for alcohol. But now I, for my own life, I want to be the pioneer to inspire people to for their dreams and build out their dreams so that they can live the life that they want. And that was also a part of the reason why I wrote the book, because I wanted to share my trials and my tribulations and help teach people how they can turn their own try their own tragedies into triumph, you know, figure out how they can turn their pain into power and actually grow from everything that they've been through and learn how to see it in a positive light because your mindset it's just so important in the way that you view things in life is so important because you can't change what happened. You can only change how you react to the situation. Oh, 100%. It's like, that's my mantra, you know, 10%, uh, life is 10% what happens and 90% how you respond to it. And, and um, I think, you know, all of us have had moments of trauma and hurt and pain Um, and it's in those moments that we have choice, even though it doesn't always feel like we've had choice. I mean, I've suffered multiple, um, traumas of sexual and physical abuse and, and, um, miscarriages and, and I, it's not until you're through it that you then realize just how strong you are, but it it can also cause you down a road of losing yourself and defining you. And, and so I love your mission. I think it's amazing how to put a positive reframe on something that has personally impacted you through your your father um, and to go on and to create incredible success. I mean, you speak so like, oh, you know, I've got it in shops and I've got celebrities like wearing my, my brand and stuff like that's huge. And what I love about you is that it is huge, but you're just really grounded and you're just really focused and motivated and your mission is more than that it's about inspiring and helping other people what uh, what's been sort of the main beliefs that you have tapped into or the the mindset habits because you've mentioned mindset a couple of times now what habits have you adopted that have allowed you to not get caught up in the noise or the chaos or the projections of other people 
when you have a mission, an idea, you stay focused. It, there's, there doesn't appear from what I know, which I know is not a huge amount at this moment, but there's a lot of distraction that goes on around the world. How do you silence out the distractions that come from fear, imposter syndrome, all of that sort of stuff? Yeah, so I love telling people to find a routine that works for you. Find habits that fit into your life. And so from my own life, I've what I've seen that works for me, a couple habits that helps me just stay grounded and focused because to be honest, it is very easy for me to get distracted. But one thing is being aware of that. Some people aren't even aware. And so if you're not even aware, you can't even fix your own issue. And so first, you need to get aware of what are my bad habits so I can turn them into good habits. And so I realized that focus is one thing that I have to work on so I can be a better businesswoman for myself and just a better, you know, a better person for myself because the more focused I am in my business, the better that helps me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so one thing is power hours, whether that be one hour or five hours, I take that time out of my day to dedicate it to whatever I want to focus on because whatever you focus on will grow. Whatever you give attention to, it will grow. It will expand. It's all about the energy that you put in. And sometimes people need to understand their energy is so powerful. Their words are so powerful. Mm-mm. Yeah. Time to, and what you focus on, you have to intentionally design your life to make it appear how you want it to, you know, but people don't understand that that takes time. So also understanding that these habits, you have to do it over a set course and you have to be disciplined. And so I meditate a lot. I meditate now. I meditate in the mornings because that also helps me get ready for my day mentally, you know, because you want to start your day off with a clear mind Mm -hmm. and a clear space. And so that's another thing that I do. And then uh, one big thing that I've learned just throughout my journey is I don't share my I don't share like what I'm getting ready to do. I don't share that with outsiders because sometimes those people can put things in your head and people don't understand that they're actually putting curses on you because when they put that bad energy into you, you then believe it. And then you turn into being what they said you were when really you were never that to begin with. They were just projecting their own insecurities into you. So I don't like telling a lot of people about what I'm doing in that moment. I just kind of tell them once it's happened or once like, you know, once it's out and exposed to everyone else, now, you know, everyone can know. But when you're in that season of building that up, building that seed up, you don't want anyone to come and ruin that soil that you're trying to protect, you know? I love so that. that <laughs> yeah, I love that's that. one thing for me. And like, it's not about it being secretive. It's just about protecting that entity, you know? Because yeah. you want to protect whatever it is that you're trying to create. Um, and then another habit that I have I love just writing down what I'm grateful for because I feel like when you understand what it is that you're grateful for, you can then make room for the other things that you want, but you can also understand where I came from. Like, I I understand I may want more, but I had zero and now I have five, even though I'm trying to get to 10, you know, Mm -hmm. it's about being grateful for what you have been gifted with so that you can prepare to get ready for everything else that is to come. I love and so, that. I so love definitely that. positive thinking, you know, because when you catch yourself in those moments of having negative thoughts, you want to replace them with positive thoughts. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, There is so many key points that you've just um, made there, of which I've scribbled down, but I want to rewind it back to being selective on who you speak to, because I think this is huge. Um, And it's like, and you also then said, it's not that you're being secretive or keeping stuff from people. You're just being selective. Cause I think some people they all, I don't want to be dishonest or I don't want to feel like I'm filtering myself in some capacity, but having learned the hard way myself, sharing too much information with the wrong people is probably one of the biggest killers of dreams and desires and success and I don't think we realize it our minds yeah ruin idea yeah yeah and um it can like you say get under your skin and cause you to question parts of yourself that you used to really like honor um and often these projections are coming from other people's insecurities or triggers themselves and so you're kind of opening yourself up um, for a, a challenge and a battle when you do that. And so mm. I very much am an advocate of proximity as power. I firmly believe that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that doesn't have to be physically in your living room. That can be like me and you speaking right now. You're in New York. I'm in Bournemouth. It, it gets to be that easy. We have access to pretty much anyone around the world. Um, but it's being radically responsible for the company that you keep. And I think that is, that is massive. Your power hours, well, everything you've just said for people that are listening, the, these are the types of habits that you really want to start to bring in. And if there's one or two that were like, wow, that really ignited something in you, then run with it because this is really powerful stuff. But did it, like it's like the first hour or, or half an hour of every day determines how the rest of your day really is. And if you're getting up and scrolling and being um, scattered and distracted, it is going to impact. And I always say with my son, you know, it's sometimes he dithers and I'm like, come on, we need to go. But I always, I, I don't like that because I want to be able to have a really fun, enjoyable walk to school for example because it sets him up and it sets me up because when it doesn't work like that I then come away feeling quite crap and it can I've learned for it not to but it used to really distract me and impact my day um but so having these power hours are incredible can we dive inside of what a power hour looks like for you yeah so me personally like the phone has to go away like the I'll, either the phone because I have my laptop and I have an iPad and then I also have my phone, but I will work from either or. Yeah. But when it comes to like texting, I put my phone on do not disturb. Like I don't want anyone to call me unless they have an emergency. They don't need me that bad. Yeah, yeah. it will be okay until I get back to my phone to work. But I, I first of all, I understand what it is I need to do. What am I, what are my intentions? What am I trying to get out of this time that I'm putting in? Because you don't want to just be doing work that is truly unimportant and not going to get you to reach your goals because there is a such thing as busy work, you know? So you want to make sure that you're actually doing work that is going to enhance your performance. And so you want to understand what are the goals 
for this hour or these next five hours? What do I need to knock out? What distractions do I need to eliminate? Whether that's your phone or whether that's someone, someone with a lot of family members, maybe they're, maybe it's the people that are around them that are distracting them. Maybe they need to go to the library for a power hour or something like that. Cause we all have different distractions in our lives. So one, eliminating those distractions and two, focusing on those goals that I'm trying to accomplish during this time. Cause mm-hmm. that's really important too. Like I said, you want to intentionally design your life. So if you're going to be intentional, you have to be intentional about everything. Love and that. so those are definitely the two key focuses that I make sure I understand what's going on. Phone away, knowing the goals mm-hmm. so I can execute. And how much does the, the behind the scenes, the human part come into play with you? Because like um, getting intentional with goals is absolutely vital. But for me, it's very much about the human behind the goals that is actually the decision maker as to just how potent and how successful you really are. What mm-hmm. what work do you do on that aspect to, to clean up the internal distractions and what I call the mind shit? So something that I just recently, currently am doing Uh, that I recently decided to do is this 90 day challenge for myself. Mm -hmm. And so within this 90 day challenge, I set these certain rules where every single day I have to get certain things done. I have to do certain things. I have to go to bed at a certain time, wake up at a certain time. It's like I'm prepping myself for the success that I want to see. And so within doing this, these are only going to make me reach my goals faster because I'm putting down things on this list for the next 90 days. I'm making habits of doing these certain things every day that helps grow my business, that helps grow me as a businesswoman, that helps just grow me as a better person because it's all intertwined. And so I read something and basically it said, so people think that it takes 30 days to form a habit. So they wound up doing a study to where they had a certain amount of people do a task for 30 days, 60 days, and 90 days. And what they found within the study was that actually after everyone after the 45th day of continuing doing their work that they had to do, they stayed doing it after six months. But the people that did it for less than 45 days, they stopped either at or before the six-month period. Mm-hmm. And so... I also like to think long term. And so these 90 days are helping me build habits so that next year I'm already in that energy of staying in motion, doing things that are, you know, creating success for me, what that looks like in my own life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I have to do these 90 days. And I even told myself, you know, like I said, everything is about sacrifice too. I'm going to go home for Christmas, but I didn't go home for Thanksgiving. I stayed in New York because I know that, of course, I love home, but it is a lot. There are a lot of distractions, you know, a lot of my old friends, a lot of my family members, a lot of just distractions, things that I know that I'm going to want to do that is not going to really help me build my business. Mm. So I have to stay. I'll go in December and for Thanksgiving, I will stay here, spend time with my aunt and, you know, enjoy that and then make sure I get back to work the next day. 
because Mm -hmm. I got to stay focused. I understand that that's one of my problems. So it's about working on your problems. You already understand your problems. The biggest thing is that people, information without application is nothing. Mm -hmm. If you understand your problem and you know how to fix it, but you don't implement what it takes to actually fix it, you're not going to fix your problem. Yeah. Totally, totally. I, I love your drive. I love your drive. Um, Thank you. And, and the thing is, you know, people people kind of work hard, mm-hmm. but often on the wrong stuff, and then don't work hard on the right stuff because it's so hard, um, yeah. if that makes sense. And it's so, like you said, you can you can take busy action, but not actually intentional action. And, you know, we see this a lot. And I think certainly over here, there's a lot of hustle culture and we're kind of programmed to work super, super hard and, and automatically think when things aren't going the way that we want, we've got to be doing more and what else can we add into the mix? And, and I'm very Mm -hmm. much in a season now with the clients that I work with and the way in which I work is actually cutting down on all the extra bullshit that we've conditioned ourselves into thinking we need to do and actually getting back to the basics because I think a lot of the basics seem to have become forgotten because there's so many shiny objects and this that and the other that's floating around that's far more appealing and sexy and funky and makes us Mm. look really cool to do but actually, none of that means anything if you're building anything on rocky foundations and and um, adding loads of extras into it that, that just don't need to be there. And so I love how disciplined, and you mentioned discipline at the start, but I love how disciplined you are with regards to keeping focused and dedicating um, these 90 days towards your growth and your, your business. You can clearly see how determined you are what is your big driving force honestly I just I just want freedom you know like I want financial freedom for myself I want to be able to help my mother help my father help the people around me that I love and that's my biggest driving force is really just being financially free I don't want to have to depend on anyone but myself Mm. and I don't want Like, that's what I also help my clients help teach them is that you don't ever want to be dependent on someone else. Like you can build a business, you can build a product, a service, something that is already, I like to also, I like people to help them. I like to help people understand what their natural skills are and use them to better their own situations. And that's what I do. All of the things that I do, I was naturally born with these talents. I am naturally a people's person. Like, so I click with my clients. I am naturally um, a creative person. So when it comes to the creative side, I'm good at that. You know, like when it comes to social media, I'm good at that because I am creative in that sense. When it comes to me understanding the business side more, I got a business coach. So I understand that I still have to invest in myself in order to be my best self for not only me, but my business and my clients. And so it's like all of these things, they bring me closer to understanding like what my goals are. But I feel like every woman should be financially free. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't have to depend on a man. We don't have to depend on anyone to help us do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I want us to be living free on our own terms. But mm-hmm. really, I, I've always wanted to like get, get my mom an early retirement. That's something that's always been, you know, because like I said, my father was a paraplegic. He is a paraplegic. And so he's paralyzed on one side of my one side of his body. And my mom, she had to step up and be a single mother. So her selflessness is just it always has been admirable to me. Mm. You know, I feel like something for me, I I like to be selfish, but not selfish in a bad way. People don't understand that you have to be selfish to take the time for yourself to invest the time into yourself, invest the energy into yourself. So that you can, so that your cup can be overfilled and you can mm. pour it into other people's cups. Mm. But I love how selfless my mom has been over the years, you know, like all the sacrifices. It just, it shows me that, you know, I can do whatever I put my mind to and I'm going to accomplish everything and more of what it is I want. I've, I've just always been a very determined person and I don't know. I've always been very headstrong. So Mm. I just, I, I just, that's me, you know? (laughs) But but do you know what that really radiates from you is that you, you know yourself and you're not hiding yourself. And you mentioned a few things here about, you know, your talents. And so you use them. And I find that since really kind of, working on the unapologetic rebel within other people and unfiltered is that we put these masks on to try and be like other people and what comes from that is a whole diluted experience not just for yourselves but for those around you because when we aren't using our talents like you just spoken about we're not experiencing the things that we came came here to experience we're not impacting the people we came here to impact because we're trying to be some like half us and half someone else, this imaginary character or like someone else who's doing the same thing. And so our whole experience is just blurred and um, unauthentic and, and just kind of funky. And so what I love about you is that you're really very um, solid in what your talents are and you're using them to your advantage. And I often write posts along the lines of similar messages that, you know, you are your own superpower. Often the things that we hide are the things that really make us so potent and so powerful. Um, and But it, it's learning what they are, learning how to use them in a way that lights you up. And you you seem to eat, sleep, and breathe that, which is is really beautiful to see, because you are a, a true example of. Well, you know what your talents are. You you know there are some areas that um are not quite as strong, but you know that they are vital for who you need to be, and so you have the discipline to strengthen those parts, and to to again use your talent in doing that to then go on to create the, the success that you want. How have you got comfortable with that? I know you've said that you've always been uh, very good around people and, um, you know, very self-aware and so on and so forth. But have you 
had much well we've all got experience of self-doubt but how do you navigate through that because it's it's easy to trust in ourselves it's easy to um do all the things that we know to do when things are either at the start and we're really excited and naive and woo everything's great or when things are going really well but the challenge comes when there's not a huge amount of traction at the start or there's not a lot of evidence at the start and this is the biggest question that I ever get asked is um, how do you how do you trust in your instincts and your intuition in the face of uncertainty or in in the noise and the chaos of other people and so it would be great to get an insight into how you ma manage to maintain that yeah so those were those were some great questions and so First, I want to touch on the fact that when it comes to being your authentic self, you know, I think that people need to understand that the best version of yourself you can be is your most authentic self. Mm. And so I had to realize for me that one thing that I was uncomfortable with was talking about my father being paralyzed. But I had to understand that if I'm going to create a brand around it, I have to be comfortable to talk about it. And so now, you know, I feel like I'm the most comfortable, you know, of course, at this point, I will be more. But now I am so, so much more comfortable talking about it now than I was before. But I realized how much it impacts my life, how much it impacts my story, and how it can also help other people. And so I think sometimes we have to get beyond our own ego and understand how much it can actually help impact someone else too, if that's your goal, you know. But <clears throat> personally, when it comes to self-doubt and realizing, of course, this is going to take time, sometimes in the back of my mind, I just, I trust my intuition so much because I've seen when I don't trust it and I was right. And so I always tell myself, Anytime you've ever doubted your intuition, you were right. So nine times out of 10, you're going to be right whenever you have that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Only you can believe in your intuition because only you are receiving that. Mm -hmm. And so you have to understand that either you're going to take it, which is a gift that you have inside of yourself to be able to really, truly understand that intuition and Trust the first it. part is receiving it, then understanding it, and then actually believing in your own self. Mm -mm. It takes a lot, but you have to trust yourself. Because if you don't trust yourself, who? why would you trust anyone else if you can't even trust yourself? You know, mm -mm. so I think that also when it comes to believing in yourself, how can you get other people to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? That was one thing for me personally when it came to just believing in myself or having self-confidence, um, really understanding that no one's going to believe in your vision and your dream. There, there are always going to be people that don't believe in it. But if you don't believe in it, no one will believe in mm -hmm. it. You have to believe in yourself and your vision in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. You have to believe in that. So then, then other people will start to trickle. And then you... You can't be afraid to promote yourself. You can't be afraid to promote your brand, promote your business, tell your story, because that's what made you who you are, you yeah. know?
Yeah. And so you can't be afraid of that. And you also just have to practice, like I said, positive thinking, having those positive affirmations so that you can remind yourself that I am worthy. I am on the right path. I am successful. I am goal oriented. I am a strong leader. I am a great businesswoman. I am a multimillionaire. I am a future multimillionaire. You have to tell yourself these things so that you can build yourself up and be your biggest cheerleader. I think that being your biggest cheerleader is, you have to understand, I have to cheer myself on, but you also have to do the work, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to be all these things for yourself at one point in your life when you're just figuring out what it is that you want to do, what it is that you're trying to accomplish. You have to believe in yourself because that's the only way that it's really going to actually grow. Totally. And there's two things I want to touch on with that is that um, belief, a lot of people, when they, when they hear you say belief or hear people speak about belief, mm-hmm. it, and they'll go, yeah, but I, I can't fully trust and believe in myself at this moment. And for me, I don't know if this is the same for you, but I very much work on the basis, if you can believe 51% and your fear or your um your distraction is at 49 you're winning that no one's asking you to believe in yourself at the start 100 percent. but if you can believe at 51 percent, that's enough for you to just take action that day and from that action it then will uh, enable you to create more belief and more feedback and to trust in yourself more and it goes from 51 to 53 to 60 to 62 etc and and to build but you haven't got to wait to be 100% sure because I find a lot of people procrastinate and when you hear, oh, you know, you just need to believe, people are like, well, it's all right for you to say that because you're doing this, that and the other and you've experienced that. But actually, when you break it down and go, we're just saying believe 51%. If you can just nudge yourself ahead of your fear, that should give you the courage and the bravery to, to just try. And then from that, you get feedback and you start to build evidence. And one of the biggest things that I find is so productive with self-trust, because self-trust for me has been massive over the years. I have had huge trust issues because of my past. Um, I've very much learned to trust in myself. And now I really have to consciously still work on trusting in other people. Um, And what's really helped with me is the evidence that supports that and that doesn't come from the massive moments that comes from the small moments in everyday life that just give you enough of a boost to try again tomorrow and then try again tomorrow and then when tomorrow comes and that's when your damn walls fall and all of a sudden everything falls into place and then you get your big aha moment it's come from those small ones, not the big one that everyone wants to talk about. And I think, again, it can almost be overlooked. And it's like we we can say that we're not as far along or we don't celebrate ourselves because we're just waiting for the big thing to celebrate rather than actually celebrating everything. Like you earlier on, you mentioned gratitude. And I think... Gratitude is something that's overlooked and and probably really misunderstood because people see it as fluffy or don't necessarily see the value in it or they get very robotic and it just becomes another thing that they do. Oh, I'm grateful for this, 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 and without actually feeling into it. But when you can um, 
acknowledge the small wins and the small shifts and what that led to and be grateful for that and be grateful for that lesson and grateful for that obstacle because it will eventually save you time or it's allowed you to learn something about yourself or it's allowed you to strengthen something. It really does make that journey so much more fulfilling. So then when you get to that big aha that everyone's wanting, you can hold it, it feels logical, it feels like, well, of course this would happen because I've done this, this and this. Whereas if you just go from A to Z, you're not always got the capacity to hold it because you haven't allowed yourself to expand in that capacity. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I, I believe that those little, like those little bricks, like you said, those small wins, like that's what equals that big win. Yeah. Like when everyone sees the big thing, they think that it, it just happened overnight, but it doesn't. It takes those small wins. It takes all those small things that people did not see that you went through on your own to accomplish. That's what took to get you to that big win. Mm. And that's why you have to be grateful for it because that's the only way you're going to get to the big thing. And I think that too, when it comes to just believing in yourself and having discipline and understanding that I got to, I have to be focused in this moment so that I can reach success because I know it's not going to happen overnight. You also have to understand that those small wins is what's going to get me to that really big thing that I want to accomplish. Mm. It's, it's, it's inevitable. It's not like it's just, it happens. And then you just reach this big, big goal. It, you have to go through the journey. You have to, you have to indulge yourself in the journey and you have to enjoy it also, mm. because if you don't, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it is a journey. It is a journey. And it's, you mentioned a few times you've, like, you've made um, success in your own life and financial freedom for you in it. And, and speaking like that, because everyone's financial freedom is different. Your financial freedom will be different to mine. It will mean different things. It will be used in different ways. Um, and you know, each and every one of our journeys to that is so, so important because that's where you do the strengthening, the releasing, the pivoting, the refinement that gets you. So when you get to there, you actually enjoy it. It's like the whole journey is your training ground is preparing you. Um, it's like, I, I'm a massive sports person and you know, I love athletics. I used to be a national athlete, but like you look at like Usain Bolt, for example, he just, if he hadn't, won you know a few of the other big races and done pbs in training and done all this that and the other then the olympic world and getting the world record and all of that would mean fuck all really because it would just be like he he needed the encouragement to keep going like to win Absolutely. that but race. even before that i'm sure he practiced exactly. you know yeah it was like before those things he had to do even more work like yeah and that's what people don't get is that you have to put in the work mm, mm. have to do the work and yeah. although it sometimes it may seem tedious you have to get it done or you have to delegate it to someone else but it has to get done yeah and so i like to have my clients Focus on RGAs, revenue generating activities, 
and the activities that are going to actionable tasks that actually help them reach their goals. Mm. Because what are we really doing here? We're not about to sit here and do productive productivity. I mean, I'm sorry, procrastinate. We're not about to do productive procrastination. Mm. We're about to take actionable steps that will actually help you reach your goals. Mm -hmm. But it's all these steps, they're going to help you get to that big goal. But you have to have patience. Like, And I, I see it all the time. People quit so easily. And I never want to be that person that just, it didn't work out one time. So I just threw it all away because the, that one thing didn't work. You know, it's like, it takes time, but you have to have the patience, the courage, the discipline, the sacrifice to understand that. Yeah. Patience is so huge. You got to give up to reach those goals. You know, yeah. you might have to stop spending time with certain people. You might have to stop going out on Saturdays and focus on your business. You might have to, you might have to do whatever it is that you know you have to do that's going to help you be better for yourself, but you have to get to that certain place in your mind. And that's why mindset is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like really that's where everything derives. Oh, 100%. 100%. You can take action, but if your mindset's in the gutter, you're just not going to get the same results as you would when you're disciplined and focused and and trusting and believing in yourself. For sure. I mean, that the energy of all of that is so potent um, and it's felt by everybody. You know, people, whether you're into energetics or not, you can walk into a room and you can feel if someone's had an argument, if there's sexual chemistry, if there's this, that and the other, because it's felt. We can't mm -hmm. see it. We feel it. Um, and yeah. it's the same. You know, if you're not trusting and believing in the action that you're taking, it will be felt and the results would mirror that. Yes. Um, what's been the best advice that you've been given that you've carried with you? Mm. I feel as though one of the one of the best advice was something that I actually already touched on as of recently, like the intentional design. My business coach installed that into me, and you know, I just I remembered that the two word line, intentional design, you know, because when you think about it, you can design your life. You are the pioneer of your life, which I talk about in my book, the fact that you are the pioneer of your life and you design your life. Mm. And that just all goes back to intentional design. And it's like, you really have to understand that the things that you do today affect what affects what happens tomorrow. Mm. And I, I realized that too, when, I realize I'm doing tedious work that's small work, but it has to get done. And then when I see the results that happen two, three weeks later, I'm super excited because it helped me reach that big win. Because if I hadn't done these little things or did whatever I had to do, but it was intentional and I designed it that way because I knew the result that it was going to yield, I wouldn't have accomplished it if I was afraid, if I thought it would work out if I didn't trust myself you know mm. and so I think that just being so intentional about designing your life the way that you want is very important because all these daily habits they affect you yeah. because daily habits turn into weekly habits turn into monthly habits turn into yearly habits so if you don't intentionally design your own life then life will design it for you. 
and you may not like that result. <laughs> so yeah. I think um, that's one of one of re- as of recently. Uh, that's one piece of advice that I truly love is just intentionally design your life the way that you see it for yourself. Love that. I love that. And it's so true because if you don't, then it will be designed for you. Um, and too many of us just go with that plan because it's just easier. Um, yeah. But it's really not easier. It's not. Like it, 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 it's and that's like you got to pick your heart. Like you have to pick yeah. your heart. Do you want to struggle forever, or do you want to struggle for a little bit and work hard to accomplish the things that you're going to accomplish? But it's still hard work because you still have to uphold it. You know, Mm-mm. or do you want to go through life another hard way? And be mad that you didn't do all the things that you wanted. You didn't accomplish all the things that you wanted. Like you, you have to pick your heart. Yeah, I love you that. know. I just choose to pick the one that is going to give me the result that I want to see. Yeah. When I'm in years from now. I love that. So, and I keep looking at the board behind you with your profit oh, first, yeah. and, and you know, it is it, it's so important. You've got reminders all in the back behind there Absolutely. of exactly and you know that it, that in itself like you hear vision boards I used to do vision boards all the time and nine times out of ten everything on those boards always came into fruition um, but it's having those reminders like we often think or people can think in order to do this the, this sort of work it's got to be hard and big and whatever and it's actually just lots of consistently potent things that all build up again like these bricks of the small wins it's like having reminders so when you're like gazing around your room I've got like wish it dream it do it above um, my Mac I've got loads of different post-its down on my uh, below my screen I've got notes from my son that he's written like I love you mummy so like I've got things that just make me feel really good in my visual um, and those things all build and so I have potent reminders. So when I'm like writing my emails or I'm putting together content or whatever, and I look at that, I'm like, yeah, I'm, it's reminded me of exactly who I'm doing it for, what I've got to do, all of that sort of stuff. And that's all key. And that's not like hours upon hours of work. It's like, but it's intentional work, which is what you've just said. And being intentional with what it is that you're designing and knowing that you are the creator of your reality. And while... Um, you know, it's so important to have the right people around you that ultimately we are radically responsible for that. And so if things aren't going the way we want it to, it's on us. And I think that's where people don't like it. They like the blame to to be elsewhere. And so if you throw everything out of strategy, you can blame that strategy and move on to another strategy. When you really open yourself up to the energetics and the mindset, piece of your success journey then you have to take radical responsibility for that and it comes with a vulnerability um how have you dealt with vulnerability just touching on that because that you know for me i i think the more vulnerable people can be the more magnetic they are i certainly know in from my evidence bank every time i have like opened up about real raw vulnerable stuff Pow, pow, pow. Like everyone just suddenly is, is there. Whereas when you do sort of 
the things you think you need to be doing, it doesn't hit in the same capacity. Yeah, I think that being vulnerable is a part of being authentic because yeah. you're letting people see you from a different angle. And it also makes them respect you on a certain level. Mm. And so, you know, I've, I've seen that when I do things that are vulnerable, you know, that show my vulnerability, I, I get the feedback and they love it, you know, because people want to feel like they're a part of your life. People want to feel like they're your friend. They want to feel as though, you know, you're being this person that now I can come to you because you already opened up to me. Now I feel comfortable with opening up to you. And that's also how you build that community aspect is being vulnerable. And so I think that, you know, if people can get out of this phase of like, I just want to mask everything up and actually open themselves up, they will receive much more love and support and that community aspect because now you're being your authentic self. You're being more vulnerable and you're showing them that I am actually human. I am a robot. These things happen to me. This has happened along my journey, but this is what it taught me. And you never know how much you can inspire someone else mm -hmm. because they may be going through the same thing yeah. and that might help them in their own journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've and I also, oops, sorry. It's okay. I also wanted to um, touch on what you just said. If anyone is listening and you don't know when it comes to intentional design and you don't know how to start or where to start, I love how you threw in the vision boards because I'm a visual, mm -hmm. I'm a visual learner. But if you're looking at where to start, do a vision board for your life and figure out. What is the end result? What do you want to see? Or what is your five year? Where do you want to be in five years? And just work backwards. So now that you know where you want to be, now you can see, okay, this is the work that I need to put in to get there. And then that's what you do to intentionally design your life. You work towards those goals that are going to get you to your actual vision. And mm -hmm. so I'm glad that you brought that part yeah. up because I feel like it just helps tie it into, you know, that intentional design and it kind of, you can work backwards because you can see this is where I want to be. Now I know these are the steps that it takes to get there. Totally. Totally. And for me, I, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. So I'm like, when you work backwards and you, and you're aware of where it is that you're going, you then know what you need to do, but you're also then open for the right guidance that then comes in that will allow you to, to go on and to create that as well. And I think that, that for me is, is the best strategy that, that you can ever have. Um, Kate, what's been your proudest achievement? Oh man. Um, well, as of recently, I just got my first TV appearance. So that was pretty cool. Ooh, yay. <laughs> but honestly, this year, I just, I am so proud of myself because I literally told myself going into this year, I said, I'm going to accomplish everything. Everything I put my mind to, I'm going to accomplish. I wanted to write a book. I did it. I wanted to get katehayes.com off the ground. I did it. I wanted to build my community. I started to do that. It's called Building Her Success. That's my community where I help empower women through motivation, business, and <clears throat> empowerment. So I help inspire them to not only just build their own success 
build whatever it is that's going to make them successful, whether it's their business, whether it's their mindset, or just empowering them to be a better woman in general. Mm. And so I did that. I wound up, I got my clients, you know, so it was exciting, like just seeing everything just formed so well and being intentional about it all. You know, I got a business coach. I got my brand into more stores. It's like all these things that I wanted to do. And then I finally got my first uh, TV appearance, you know, I've been in magazines. So I got, I got that too, which was cool. And then, um, and I'm glad to now I'm connecting with more women like yourself, you know, because I did get into Facebook more and got mm. into Facebook groups and things like that. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm happy that, you know, I am connecting with more people. And so everything that I told myself I wanted to do, I put my mind to it and I did the work and it's all playing out so beautifully. And I'm, I'm very excited about not only 2024, but just December, you know, going into this this month um with a strong headset with a strong mindset um i'm just i'm super excited about it but yeah definitely as of recently because that happened a month ago it happened october 30th and so today is november 30th so it was actually it was a month ago and that was cool you know seeing the set being on there um and one of the the other girl that got interviewed she's from new york but the interview was in orlando so it was in florida Yeah. And so it's kind of cool that, you know, we got to meet each other and we're actually from New York. So we'll get together one day, chop it up and everything. But I'm just very proud of myself for sticking to my guns. And now, you know, like I said, that 90 days challenge that I'm doing for myself is really to just help me focus. And so I'm just very proud that I am becoming the businesswoman that I am meant to be, you know, and I'm becoming the woman in general that I meant to be. And so I'm really happy about that. And I'm proud. You're making your own rules up and you're doing life your way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And all my cousins, they're married, all that good stuff. I'm like, I'm living my life. I'm in New York. I'm just working towards my business, bettering myself and staying focused. Like I'm just worried about, what I have to get done, you know? I love it. I love it. It's been amazing chatting to you. Is there anything intuitively that you feel that you want to share before we kind of close this episode? Yeah. So I just want to share to everyone listening and especially the women that are listening. I just want you to remember that you are, remember to just be yourself. Hmm. And when I say that, What I mean is you have to play this role for everyone else, whether that be a wife, a mother, a sister, a daughter, a granddaughter, a friend. Make sure that you are giving yourself the energy that you need for you. Make sure that you're pouring into yourself. Um, I know that you have to pour into everyone else around you, but you matter and you're important and your goal is are important so just be sure to keep yourself in the back of your mind when you think about all the things that you have to do about everyone else so I love that I love that self-care you know it's it's a whole whole conversation in itself but um I think it's one thing that women are either very good at or really not 
and I'm at a, a stage in my life I really am it, it's my non-negotiable I know that when I put myself first I actually put other people first because they get the best version of me and then when I'm running on empty and I'm tired and I'm frustrated and whatever it, it just ripples out to everyone and it doesn't have to be big and it doesn't have to be this massive thing but it's just like water eating like eating healthily moving your body fueling your mind all of that stuff whether it's 10 minutes half an hour an hour but just making sure that you are putting yourself in a position where you are giving yourself self-care and, and as I said that is massive so I love the fact that you've ended on that it's been incredible chatting to you um, as I always say the hardest thing with these podcasts is to keep it to a certain time because there are so many different conversations that we could still continue to have and maybe I'll get you back on the show. Who knows? But um, it's been amazing. How can people connect with you and stay in, in contact with you? Yes. So they can reach me at katehays.com. Mm -hmm. That's K-A-T-E-H-A-Y-E-Z.com. And that's my Instagram handle too. Mainly all my handles are Kate Hayes. But awesome. um, you can also, ladies, if you're interested in um encouragement empowerment business tips things of that nature we also have my building her success community that's on facebook and then we also have um an instagram channel as well at building her success love that and, um yeah if you're interested in my book building your dreams to live like you want or any of my mentorship programs you can go to katehays.com i also have events that i do if any of you women are in New York or surrounding areas, I would love to see you there. But I appreciate you, Emma, for having me on this podcast, talking about my journey, inspiring your audience to really just be committed to executing and mm. being the badass that they are, you yeah, know, yeah. and living life unapologetically on their terms and accomplishing everything that they want while doing so love it love it it's been, um, I'll add everything onto the show notes for sure but again if anyone is listening and they want to reach out then please do if if there is anyone that would benefit from this please share the more is that we can get this podcast into that is my dream that is my mission so um, in the meantime thanks Kate for, for joining me and thank you everyone for listening and I will see you all next week so bye for now bye bye that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and leave a review. Bye for now.